Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know what I forgot to bring up uh, on the last podcast um, was when we were talking about Jagged Edge and stuff like that. I actually saw um, randomly, I, I, I never make it to Harrisburg anymore, but I did see um, my way to Second Street in Harrisburg. And out of all people, Elizabeth Warren on fucking New Year's Eve was karaokeing. uh, uh fucking 112s in peaches and cream uh and it was unreal dude it went off the pitch like this woman literally could have landed any dude in the bar and i'm telling you there was a guy that i'd have fucked in that bar so he definitely went home with her so oh elizabeth warren oh my god hello boys and girls who's ready for some in peaches and cream (laughs) I mean, if you're not, if you're not, look, if you're not on board on uh, 01, what is it, 02, I guess yeah. it's 2020, if you don't like The Matrix, this isn't going to work for you. <laughs> you are yeah. listening to Darwin's Daily Press uh, with Derek Jeremy. And um, I, I, I don't, on paper, we're going to start on this being a panic dope because we're about due to do one of these. And um, I was uh, about um, away from saying doo-doo, and that shit tears me up because I don't say that anymore in the new year. <laughs> uh, I've been trying not to anyways. New year, um, new you. Well, and that's probably where I'm going to just absolutely turn the fire hose on right now at this point. Where do you stand with resolutions, my dude? Ah, in the immortal words of Stavros Halkias, double the bread, double the head, baby. That's what I'm going for this year, and uh, ain't nothing going to stop me now. Well, I've, 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 uh, I've officially unfollowed you and, <laughs> and my drama. <laughs> Stavi, baby, on Instagram. Um, I love the dude that actually commented that... For those of you that aren't following the, uh, uh, for those of you who aren't following Stavi Baby on uh, on Instagram, that's Stavros Halkis from Com from Comtown. Uh, his his uh, his New Year's resolution every year is double the bread, double the head. Hell yeah! And, and uh, uh, this year, um, promptly he decided to cover himself in glitter. Uh, as a naked man uh, with a bottle of champagne between his legs, and again, just just covered in glitter and and uh, celebration dust. I and didn't see I, this. I'm gonna have to check it out. <laughs> I it, there's a good chance that it, it's our F art, but at the same time, I have to give so many props to the to the dude that said it looks like somebody covered you in garlic butter. <laughs> It's just too much. It's too much life to live in 2020. Like, was he going for the baby New Year look or what? I. That's <laughs> genius. If so. I mean, I, it's what it did was I went on a deep dive on Instagram and I started following a bunch of naked fat guys on Instagram. <laughs> so like, I follow Bert Kreischer. I follow the the uh, the fat Jewish now. Um. I, I've always followed Tom Segura, uh, and I, I just—I mean, I'm just—I'm going after anybody right now at this point. Like, if you're if you're naked on Instagram and you're a little happy <laughs> for for the for for the for the clout in 2020, send us an email at dfcpod at That's gmail. That's an instant follow from us. We're gonna get an instant follow at this point. Like, I'm. But 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 really though, uh, to steer this back into the land of normal rational thought, my uh, New Year's resolution is to fucking get out of my day job and make this my full time job. I don't know if it'll happen, but it's something to aim for. Yeah, yeah, it's it's our life's aim at this point. 
I, I don't. Uh, this will probably air on uh, um, Friday, uh, Friday, January 3rd. But I don't do New Year's resolutions for the simple reason that um, I believe you ought to be working on yourself um, every day. Yeah. And um, the first thing <laughs> that I decided to do after I had let my license expire um, uh, because basically my license expired on a Sunday. So I'm already handicapped by the holidays that are coming up. So um, I, there was, I mean, if you want to look at how the government runs, I had about a seven hour span in about 11 days where I could actually get a new driver's license. So I went is today. The, is the DMV in your area only open for like four hours on Thursday? Because Pretty that's much. what my local one is. It's like four hours on Thursday a week. You know, I actually my 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 DMV uh, uh, middleman actually owns my namesake. And do you think I can get my picture taken at my own fucking DMV namesake? The Hell answer no. is they sent me the fuck across town. Sweet. Yeah. That's, so like, that's fabulous. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, and, and it is like, and the, the woman found like absolute, I could tell I never worked. I had never like dealt with her before because I have pretty much like mouth muscled every other woman that has ever been like, Oh, but you have to go across town to get your, you know, get your picture taken. And I'm like, listen, bitch, I own this place. That's my name. That's my name on the fucking wall, bitch. <laughs> I, I actually I, I, I did. I dropped I dropped the whole uh, namesake thing. And and I, 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 I thought that everyone would have kind of been tired of the whole idea of, uh, <laughs> oh, maybe I ought to get a discount. And uh, so that's why I left it go. And uh, maybe I should have pulled that card. Um, because it turns out my driver's license, um, did you know that like your driver's license, if, unless you ask for a, uh, um, a specific type of ID by 20, by October of 2020, you can't get into government buildings with it. Cause what? that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. yeah, like it literally, like I, <laughs> seriously they might as well have fucking like laminated my 10th grade picture mm-hmm. on a uh like on, on a on a a busted ass discover card sweet because i can't i, I can't enter a court a courthouse after october uh 2020 with the current at like the the current id that i have what are so, you supposed to bring your fucking birth certificate or what i didn't know that yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 new behavior. And like I thought I was going to be like sort of like, fuck it, dude, I'll just be 2020 here. You know, I'll just I'll just get a fucking I'll get a passport, you know, and then like my passport will be so easy because I haven't been fucking anywhere mm-hmm. that that I'm just going to get passports for the family. Well, it turns out it would be easier to buy an ATV than to get a, a, a passport for the families at this point, because a single passport is $140 per person. True. I mean, Ouch. let's, let's just talk about like how you become legitimate in this, in this fucking country in 2020. I mean, like, I feel like maybe I should have just like made some friends at the courthouse and just went to a, a, a flapper party on yeah. new year's. Eve. So, uh, Speaking of which, though, um, I did see some uh, some some lovely pictures of a uh, of a friendly flapper that, uh, that 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 did make one of those parties. You want to talk about uh, you want to talk about the Facebook feed? Yeah, yeah, we went to a Roaring Twenties party, and I was the only one not dressed up, so that's why I'm not in the pictures. It's pretty uh, <laughs> pretty fucking sweet. You know, I thought I thought I would be like I I figured the women were going to dress up and the men wouldn't. And then everybody's dressed up but me. So it's like, oh, do you mind taking the picture? It was like fucking being the last one picked in gym class. It kind of hurt stung a little bit. But uh, yeah, the ladies looked great. The men looked great. And I was behind the camera. So (laughs) it was it was a good time, though. Whatever, dude. Here's the thing. I feel like you were 2020 for the cloud at that point. 
So, like, I feel like you're firing the shotgun blast at that point because everybody else is living in the past. I mean, you could look good. You could live. You could look good for the night. You could look good, good, look good for the decade and that kind of thing. But you're the one living in it now. You got to live 2000 and late. Or they're 2000 and late. Sort of. Yeah. You're sort of 2000 and lit at this point. (laughs) 2000 and lit. Fuck yeah. That's That's where we're going to go here. Yeah. No. Um, I I, I should I should also say that I sent my I sent my partner a a, a very somber um, somber share earlier tonight. But I I was like during during the share, I actually found out that uh, um, the snake uh, the snake emoji <laughs> looks an awful lot like a two. So <laughs> if, at, going forward, I will be using a snake for any time I need to express the number two and everybody's just got to figure it out. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. I'm not adjusting. I'm not adjusting at this point. It's too good. Yeah, uh, that looks, that looks good. The snack emoji. He's, uh, the Taylor Swift emojis looking good, so I forget why she was snack for a while, but she is snack. <laughs> I had a really, really bad. Um, I had a really, really bad. Ta- uh, was was it Taylor Swift or was it Faith Hill? Which one got into the car accident? Uh, I don't know. Probably uh, Faith Hill. Well, How long ago was it? Um, well, it was 2000 and late. Um, okay. Uh, according <laughs> according to the to the South Park episode, but um, I, I I don't I, I don't dare make this uh the, this joke on the pod, but um one one joke I will make is um I've been doing <laughs> an odd random deep dig on um on Cumtown, uh, which is which is it's not that's not a special thing, but it turns out I actually really disappointed my wife by watching Rosemary's Baby by myself. Really? And yeah, because I, 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 it turns out she wanted to watch it with me. Oh, I thought it, she was like an anti-Polanski or something. Oh, no, 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 no. She, she, she likes the rape and all that. That's cool. Well, yeah, well, she, and it's it's funny because I, you say, you bring it, yeah, you bring you bring up the, <laughs> the hot point. <laughs> which um, I would call that the snake point in 2020, but um, you know, we, I, 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 it turns out I was on my phone the hardest uh, whenever the entire room was literally filled with like devil horns and like naked old people and shit like that. Yeah. And I, oh, and I decided I was like, I swear to God, I was doing something stupid on like legitimate. I was probably like, like resetting a bunch of like Simpsons, like, like tapped out jobs on my phone or something like that. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I, again, I'm missing and you out. You look up and you're looking at the democratic national committee for the reelection of Hillary Clinton. Yes. And then, uh, and, then uh, <laughs> and no, no. And, and then all of a sudden, again, uh, impeachment and green comes on and, uh, <laughs> and, and EW is just killing it. I mean, like, like she's her 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 panties are on her head at that point. So and then they're on mine. But Hell yeah. no, that's that's you know, that's one of those that's one of those movies that I, I, I guess I guess we, you know, we talk about how it there aren't things there are things that aren't meant for the new revolution. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that but, movie, does that movie uh, does it play as well? In 2020, because I, I seem to remember that there was a lot of besides that scene you're talking about. It just seems like they lead a lot to your imagination and everything. And like besides the the baby has his father's eyes thing, it's like there's not a lot of allusion to what's actually going on and shit. But yeah, I I I had to I had to break a a, a sort of an evil. Um, an evil premise towards her in that, like, I felt like that there were, there were a lot of, it was a lot of conjecture. Like there weren't direct lines drawn per se. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you sort of had to be leaning in a way to be able to figure the way things are going. Yeah. Uh, 
which is which is fine i mean and again maybe that's what like absolutely links it to um i guess what a year before the new decade according to toby from uh from the office at this point so <laughs> hey nobody cares yeah nobody nobody cares next toby year. next year so i mean i but again we can continue to play louis armstrong um uh, uh, live in his best life at that point um probably 30 years before he's alive but uh the uh, the one thing i will say is watching this movie this uh, the second time or the first time like full, all the way through i remember john cassavetes the first time i watched it i remember him being a lot more of an asshole than he yeah. was and he's really like he's not man like like it turns out the like like the big I think the biggest asshole in the whole bit, which by the way that entire movie, if you have the patience for it, for God's sakes, I mean you know it's a Polanski movie. Like there's no reason if you're listening to this show to not watch a Polanski movie. Yeah. So like and it it may or may not have it. Uh, so turn off the episode, usual suspects and all the Weinstein company movies and go ahead and put on the Polanski films. Right. That's right. Because, I mean, like in 2020, Roman Polanski hasn't done anything. No, so, man, he's on he's on the lamb. He's, he's gone no, to the mattresses. He, yeah, he's yeah. Again, he he's uh, he's landed across the board. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I don't know. Like the movie was so well. Well, uh, like even even a. Uh, uh, even down to fucking Roman Cassavetes, who again they end up like descrambling his name and stuff like that, and just it it landing as you know the uh, the, the 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 head witch at that point in New York, you know, being the son of the head witch and stuff like that, just trying to do the right thing, and I'm just like, all right, that's fine, you know, that's a lot of deep for for like for, for Mia Farrow to do and um yeah I, I don't know it's I mean like I I don't I just I just I guess I don't know I guess there wasn't enough corruption for the for the neighbor in the uh, in the laundry room you know what I mean yeah like there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of conjecture there like I just I wasn't ready to make that jump you know for the neighbors but uh you know maybe that's I don't know. Maybe that's relevant, but, but maybe that's, but maybe that's 20, but again, maybe that's the roaring twenties coming back and it's saying, Hey, listen, you know, like the deep dig starts with the people you don't suspect. So like, I, I never, don't know if two years ago, if you'd have told me Spacey was the fucking creepy is I never would have believed you, but you know, I keep going back to Spacey cause Spacey just trips me out the most. I think, like Harvey Weinstein has been being alluded to for years. Epstein just looks like a fucking creep, you know, like uh, uh, Ray Romano, of course, and all his molesting and um, Big Chungus. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> about. <anymore. laughs> no, it's it. I understand the idea of like sort of you're talking about legitimately. You're talking about false attribution. Yeah. Yeah. So like just on paper, you're saying whenever you whenever you think of someone being, um, you know, of a certain ilk and that kind of thing, like you're the first people that come that that come to your mind. They're not Bill Cosby and and uh, and uh, uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fair. But, well, and I mean, like you said, false attribution and everything. You'd expect it to be like Michael C. Hall because he played Dexter forever. It's like, oh, yeah, I believe he's cutting up women. Yeah, that makes sense because yeah. I saw it on TV. Which I can also say, though, that after watching Gamer a couple of times, I can also see, especially because... I, I, you watched I, that a couple times? I, I, yeah, Bro. you probably are. Well, I mean, look, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I I felt like I owed it to my wife because she was a huge before before I told her to watch Law Abiding Citizen, mm -hmm. she was a huge fan of um oh my God, what's his name? Jesus Gerard Christ. Butler. Yeah, of Gerard Butler. Yeah, I ruined that for her. Yeah, I, that movie was not good. Yeah, well, I I ruined it because I 
she felt like he was fucking wholesome, like like uh, like he was to Catherine Heigl uh, in in that uh, in the fucking dating ass movie that they did. Yeah. And and like she watched like I, I, she didn't get to the end of it. Like she didn't even get to the end where he actually spits on Jamie Foxx. And she was like, oh, you know, like, yeah. never mind the fact that, like, I, I mean, I fucked Tom, I, I fucked Tom Hardy up for her, too, because, like, I mean, Bane did that enough. But then I showed, <laughs> I showed her a rock and roll where he plays a gay dude and he's a and he's a taker at the best at that point. So <laughs> I think but, uh, I think in all honesty, pierce the veil here a little bit. I think that just shows what kind of a excellent actor Tom Hardy is to have that kind of range, you know? Yeah, I, I'll oh, agree with you on that. Honest to God, he's fucking sick, dude. Like, to yeah. be able to, you know, whether you see his face or not, he's just a badass motherfucker, even when he's just taking it up the ass, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I believe, I believe it, when we were going out, uh, we were walking out of um, a, a dartboard corporate conglomerate at one point, that uh, we were uh, we were talking about the uh, the the like what would be the um, the manifestation of I mean obviously I haven't worked with you in 2020 yet so uh, like in 2019 or in the in the in the 21st century what the the manifestation of man is and I'm mine overwhelmingly was Tom Hardy because I believe that he is just that sort of I mean, he, he, I, I feel like he gathers a lot. Like he, he, he's a, he's a wide casting net, if you will. Yeah. Like, like he hits, a, <laughs> he's going to hit a lot of fucking like notes, um, being the dude that he is. Cause I mean, again, he's, he's handsome. He's strong looking anyways. Uh, he's good at what he does. He's, he, he's extraordinarily well-spoken. What comes out of his mouth sounds right. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I mean, we, we would all like dare to be just, I don't know, a quarter of that, you know, I'd give, like, if my president was a sixth of that, we'll go from there. But I mean, (laughs) impeach, so, uh, impeach gate 2020. Um, uh, one thing I didn't want to get to is uh like before like uh i mean not that we're going anywhere here oh no 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 hold that thought i saw a petition online they're gonna reboot home alone and there's a petition online that has an ungodly amount of signatures that they want to put fucking macaulay culkin in the kevin McAllister role again and never explain why he's like 37 years old now but like just act like he's 10 years old or whatever. Could you imagine how fucking good that movie would be? I, I mean, I think that's the kind of thing that makes sense in this world nowadays, because <laughs> I, I, I think it needs to go straight to streaming though. Like, I don't think, I don't think you can, you can uh, expect the, uh, the, the conservative huddled masses to, to buy tickets for that in 2020, especially that's because before we're all irony poisoned so bad. It's that's the reason it's funny. You know, <laughs> but like, <laughs> kids aren't gonna get that it's like is that is that man special why is he why is he why does it matter that he's home alone (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right sorry continue your thought now i i I wish i could i don't care to um i i i i kind of want to get back to this whole thing like i kind of want to shoot holes in people's um in in people's resolutions just for a second because uh I, i i feel like i feel like there are there's there's a movement to actually just set these goals like improbably uh unrealistic to to make them like like emotionally feasible like feasible so like it it's I, like I, i'll give you an example so like most people aspire to get into better shape mm-hmm. uh, you know and it's and it's a it's a it's a fair thing to do but you have to be like you have to be of that like you have to be in, in the right mind frame to be able to do that so like let's say you're a wrestling fan you're not going to go sign up for tough enough because you're usually not in that kind of that kind of shape to do that kind of thing right yeah. like you're not going to go take bumps 
you know, in a ring because you're not going to get an audition anywhere. Yeah. But what if you go rock climbing? Now, rock climbing is interesting because you can start reinterpreting that. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is get sort of like one of those fucking bouffant short fades and stuff like that. Grow some chops and then get a little Brahma bull on top. Go to your local fucking like like whatever it is, your 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 local like crawling wall and stuff like that and a set of trunks. And then you just start you just start you just start climbing. And then you clothesline in kids that try to you clothesline kids. Yeah. You clothesline kids. And then you look up, you know, and then <laughs> you, you give a little look. I mean, whatever. Like, I mean, the, I think great tan's optional. If you're Greek or you're Italian, like you don't have to. You can bypass this. But oh, I yeah. should say that if I was if I was patenting this. Yeah, you should probably do a little little tanning, little 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 cocoa rub, something like that. Like make it attainable is all I'm saying. Like, don't give up water if you're a fish. Yeah. You know, like let's or you know, if you're Kanye, if you're Kanye West and you don't understand the fish dicks joke, because <laughs> um, that episode doesn't end well for you. But yeah. I don't know. Like I, I've, I've, I've sort of abandoned that whole idea uh, of uh, like I, I want to improve. Like my, my whole thing with my wife this year was, um, I, I want to grow. I want to grow while using less. So, um, like I went to the store tonight and I bought seven things, including three rolls of paper towels and I didn't put them in a plastic bag. Uh, and are you just manhandling them out of the store? You mean, or I did do, yeah, I did do that. Yeah, I did. I just, I just, I did. I just, I roughhouse them out of the store. Like, sure. I mean, like just i mean kind of like when you get oldies or something you should box it up but instead you're just throwing shit in the cart and it's like i'm just gonna throw this in the fucking car and i'll get it home and we'll deal with it when we get home i'm not paying 10 cents a bag although i have paid like i will pay for the bag <laughs> but but i i mean I, the conditional point of of the whole idea of using plastic bags is that my wife told me that i actually have to have it injected into me somewhere so every bag that i use i have to melt down and it's going to get pumped into me somewhere so my dick can only take so much like, i was gonna I, say i was gonna say your cock's already fucked up so <laughs> it, it's yeah it's already busted in like literally purple pink right now so like oh I, god injecting plastic oh god <laughs> This isn't going to end well. <laughs> um, uh, what other, I mean, losing weight is always one of the ones that people fall through, like by now, you know, it's been two days and so people are already letting their resolutions fall to the wayside. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know why this archaic uh, belief system still exists, you know? Well, I, you know, I, I, the other one I thought about is, you know, cause everyone has their vices, you know, and I feel like there are, there are, there are certain vices that don't have substitutes for, you know, just, just legitimate. Like if let's say I like, I, I, I let's, let's say somebody were to aspire to cut out like sugary drinks in their mm-hmm. life. All right. Um, you know, there's there's um you know th- there's that leeway where you know you're still allowing for like alcohol, you're still allowing for um, drinks with like I don't know saccharin or a Splenda or um you know like what, what, whatever your false sugars are and stuff like that. But, uh, there's like there are legitimate um you know there's there's there, there are ways for people to circumvent their idea of getting or i just i'm just pledging something and i think yeah more or less it starts with the legitimacy of the pledge like you should care about the pledge first like if you if you pledge to get i don't know say you're in college and you say like i don't want to have um I don't want to have one night where I like I, I I have a drink before I study for something. Okay. 
I mean, technically, the new day starts at 12.01 a.m. I see. Yeah, so there's always excuses. So just because I didn't do that rail of Adderall before doesn't mean I can't take it after my first uh, mathematical proof that I've solved. I got you. I got what you're saying now. See, like, like, I mean, and, and we could, we can go, we can go like, like a little bit, like a little more than that, where it's like, all right. So, I mean, it was weird, but like, I did my first semester gay and it really fucked my grades up. So like, I'm not going to put, um, by the way, do you have the B, do you have the beep on your, on your phone? I took it off. (laughs) So it turns out that, okay, so I'm not going to be able to finish this particular riff. Um, Okay. Okay. um, But it, it does have to do with a right triangle. Okay. Um, And the Fibonacci sequence. (laughs) uh all right um look maybe look maybe you're maybe you say look i'm i'm done um i'm done with fast food but you know a you know a long john silvers that takes 20 minutes to fill your order are you done with fast food if you go to long john silvers if it's not fast is it truly fast food Mm. and then then you say okay well i you know i I, I say, all right, fine. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna limit it down even more. I'm done with trans fats. Well, who made your bacon? Like, are you are are you like, do you need resumes at this are point? You, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you that sure that man pig? has a penis? Are you yeah, sure? No, 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 no. Did that did that pig start as a as as a male? <laughs> I I thought you were going for the uh, server, but you were going. I got you. Yep. I I'm following your. I'm I'm catching what you're throwing down. Did you know there's a new Stabbing Westward album coming out at midnight? You mean like this coming midnight at, at like o- tonight, like half an hour from now? Like o one o three at 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 o o o o o one? Yes. I'm sorry, I've been on this Matrix kick. Holy shit! Like I I've I've been talking about time and dates recently with my wife uh-huh. and. My God, I cannot believe the level of the reset button that it's hitting on her. Like, uh-huh. fucking like, her up. <laughs> I, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, I, that's oh God, I can't get behind that. Look, that looks like Jesus Christ. That looks like merciful fate. But I mean, I'm probably gonna still listen to it. I'll I mean, check it out. I I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be good. I don't even know if Christopher Hall's still singing for him. I don't know. I thought he was done with them like 20 years ago but right um i should tell you that i I, the one thing that i have pledged to do um actually i i'm gonna give a mini shout out to 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 uh uh to matt jones uh for for pursuing uh uh, you know something that um in uh in 365 days i don't know that i've done necessarily uh consecutively uh maybe even one a day without pissing at this point but um this dude's uh, put a photo on Instagram every day for those for that for that time. And uh, one thing that I've done every every day in 20 in 2020 is I've cooked uh, for like a, a meal for my family every day, even if it was just something stupid like but it was something that I manufactured. Um, so like I, I tonight, actually, I'm really excited. Like last night, I'm sorry, uh, New Year's Eve, I made uh, like a seafood feast. I made a. Uh, I made I made uh, scallops and mussels, and uh, and uh, and uh, a really really nice shrimp in a broth. Um, and then last night, obviously, I made I made pork and sauerkraut, but I riffed on it with a pork shoulder and some kielbasa with some sauerkraut and dumplings and whatnot. And then tonight, I actually make um, I do uh, I do duck two ways. So I'm making duck breast with uh, uh, duck fat potatoes and some uh, uh, some roasted broccoli and whatnot. So, like, I'm 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 pledging to get back to the things that actually make me me in a way. So, I for me to be able to pick up again at listening to Stabbing Westward because yeah. 
like you and I've talked about uh, the Darkest Days album about how that's probably I mean that's top that's top ten top. Darkest Days and Wither Blister Burn and Peel are just two of the best albums from the '90s for me. They're just so good. Across the board, yeah. I mean, I like Wither Blister Burn and Peel falls a little lower just because there's there's just so much from the '90s and whatnot. But like, and I, again, I've got three three uh, three more years or or at least at least I, I have to dip back into which I don't even know if we're going to get to it. I doubt we're going to get to it tonight, but um, I watched a, um, I watched a, a, a really, really in-depth uh, documentary on Black Flag, uh, and it completely fucking mind-flipped my idea on punk music uh, for the time. Um, I, meant just, to, I meant to ask you when you brought that up, was that the Henry Rollins days, or was it after that? or? Well, the the... There was there was a point where that's a, the the crazy thing about it was is that Black Flag ended up being sort of like a revolving door band like yeah. more so than 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 many hardcore bands before after during whatever at this point like we we give you know we give uh fucking uh oh my god what, Tom Del- a, a um, lot a, a lot of shit for for blink 182 for leaving yeah. that band and stuff like that dude there were 14 people uh as at some point associated with black flag wow and and uh yeah it's it, i mean like they're in their in their i believe it was just barely nine years uh of existence um it turns out greg ginn was actually he he was a psychopath when it came to organization um uh, some of you might recognize the name. I mean, he was the the lone remaining member, the one that never got changed out of Black Flag. Uh, but he was also the founder of SST Records, which is awesome. He had actually started out as a fucking like radio parts company. Um, that's how he ended up earning enough money to actually even to be able to earn some radio time at that point. Um even with his earlier band, but I mean, anybody on SST absolutely made it in punk. I mean, you're talking about the descendants, the bad brains, fucking, I, I, I mean, just any, like anybody in punk made it because of SST records. I mean, there were bands that, that were literally like chomping at the bit to get on SST and Greg Ginn was like, All right, I'm doing my own thing over here. But he was f- constantly fighting lawsuits and he constantly churned out lead singers because they weren't willing. He had a workman's idea of, of being in a punk band. Like he believed in practicing like three hours a night. And when you think about punk music, that shit doesn't fucking fly. Like no. you, you want to get laced and just fucking let's smash the fucking chords or not. Absolutely. Or not. And then I like, it's wild because you start digging and stuff like that. Like his sixth year into the band, you could tell he wasn't even into the sound anymore because he started, he did an entire instrumental album, (laughs) an entire instrumental black flag album. And it's wild because a lot of these, a lot of these first releases and that kind of thing, like if you have one of these, I mean, they're worth some serious money. So, I mean, get them, get them behind glass and get them hung up somewhere because it's unreal. Like, um, again, anything from SST, it's just, I mean, they talk about it like it was, like it was the Vikings and shit, like. Because they had to, it, they had to completely con, like they had to farm out these whole ideas to just get gigs. Like in the early seven or in the late seventies, they had to actually advertise themselves. They had to advertise Black Flag as like, uh, like a like a Partridge Family inspired like like me- like mellow harmony band in order to get a fucking gig in the park, and huh. then and then and then, and then it, it would turn out that people showed up like. And they literally just started fires and uh, and started fighting. And like there were so many fights on stages and stuff like that, that they they got kicked out and got got banned on some in so many counties. Um, one, uh, uh, I believe one of the lead singers, Ron Reyes, he uh, he was a guy from Canada that came down. Um, 
I only was with the band for six months. Did a, I, I, he did their most prolific show. I wish I could remember the name of the show off the top of my head, but I don't. Uh, I, but it was it was a park show. They ended up they ended up getting shut down. Like, but they let it go for a long, long time. And then he became really, really bitter with the band after the show went bad. And uh, they blo- he he basically alerted uh like the entire fucking ca- like country of canada like everywhere that he w- that, that they came he basically blew the whistle on them and said wow. look you can't like like don't let these guys in here they're gonna they're gonna incite a bunch of riots they're gonna cause a bunch of damage they're gonna fuck a bunch of shit up and stuff like that and these cats literally they literally they would hang out and buy coffees at diners at places that they've never been they'd wait till families would leave and then they would scoot over and then they'd start eating the fucking food off the people's off the family's dishes and stuff like that they were down and out they were they were living living straight up grinder life and like henry rollins is one of those guys that i felt like i always patented my life after but it turns out i can't hold a candle to him because he only started doing spoken word shit because of the fact that he needed to feed his band so he started doing he started telling the the black flag stories to get money to be able to 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 buy food for his fucking bandmates and they didn't much they didn't have much dude dude after a while after there was a unit there was a band like i I, like I, i a knit unit of the band that did not start uh, or it didn't break up for like three or four years they didn't cut their hair the entire time so they passed themselves off as like a brady bunch uh group <laughs> uh, like a brady bunch tribute group to get That's gigs crazy. and stuff like that and yeah and then after they after they found out that like other bands that had nothing to do with the brady bunch started booking behind him and that kind of thing and then they had to put on like okay well like we were going to do our show anyway but now we have to go even harder than the other bands did before us oh yeah like it's i mean it's, it's that's un- fucking it's un- wild <laughs> it's unbelievable yeah no it's because again it, it i think i think people they people romanticize the idea of like of, of of punk music just being like like this was this was glitter and glitz and like like i mean because I, I i not to not to be a dick but like i you know kiss made punk look easy because they just did shit different than jefferson jefferson starship and 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 the bgs and stuff like that and they're given a lot they're given a lot of credit for that whole for, for for that whole movement but i don't necessarily buy that i just think they were different for their time yeah. and fine to be different for your time but it doesn't make sense uh I, I, you know it's always seemed like they were just a trying to establish the brand first and the band second if you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. the, like yeah. the bands like the misfits and black flag and fucking uh I don't yeah, know. The, bad religion the, comes to mind. Yeah, that's yeah. The the dead presidents, fucking yeah. yeah dead presidents and uh, fucking dead yeah, we, Kennedys we, and we, fucking yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Basically, anything that Jello Biafra had had anything to touch, you know, and like I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to piss on, on 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 rancid and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, you have to you have to give. You have to give Tim Tim Armstrong credit where credits due. You know you got to do, uh, you know, Op Ivy and fucking. I uh, I feel like in nine months doing this show, I almost certainly told you this story. But did you ever see the cover? It was the Foo Fighters with uh, Serge Tankian doing Holiday in Cam- Cambodia at like some New Year's or something. It's really fucking good. Like you 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 wouldn't believe how fucking good it feels like a dead Kennedy's performance or something. Cause Serge and Jello by offer, they, they sound similar enough that it's like, Holy shit, this could be, you know? Yeah. I'd be all over that. I mean, I actually, I, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of pissed off that I don't, I, I don't think either one of us brought up bad religion and that is just sad that neither one of us brought up bad religion. I said uh, bad religion. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I think we were talking over each other, but yeah, Bad Religion's fucking awesome. Greg Graffin's a genius too. It's crazy yeah. how smart that dude is. I know, and it's that's that's where you don't expect to find it. Like you, like you think you think that that a certain a certain style of music is done. Like everybody thinks that like 
All right. So the, uh, you know, like, you know, the, the, the high, like the high, the high class minds are, are, are being, you know, they're, they're set towards the, you know, the, I don't know, the, the operatic metal type shit. Like, um, Oh my God. Uh, fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, like, like Earth theater. Yeah, like yeah, exactly, exactly. Like Dream Theater, or like or, yeah. or like the, like the high, like the the incredible like like strong-minded finger tappers like Joe like uh, Joe Satriani and stuff like that. Yeah. Like like it, it's I don't think it's necessarily about that per se. Like I I think I, I think you can have a mind. You have to have a mind that runs like quickly and 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 allows you to 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 pivot. And, and the, the, you know, that's the one thing, that's the one thing that I, I, I made this, this, uh, this argument actually recently about, um, about like, about, you know, early punk music versus, versus, uh, the, the older, the older songs is that, is that you could tell that they were catering to, catering towards a certain like group of, group of human beings where they had short attention spans. They would get tired. They would get like bored easily. So like you'd be hard to you'd be hard pressed to see a punk song over like an old style punk song like from the 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 early or the early 80s or late 70s even the mid 80s and stuff like that to see that over two minutes and 40 seconds is you're asking too much from a fan. Well, it's funny. I can think of multiple instances. Uh, Misfits come to mind. I've liked the Misfits since I first saw the. the fucking exorcist skull uh band t-shirt and i dug into them unlike most people that bought the fucking hot topic misfits t-shirts and shit but like um what i'm getting at is most of the time when people cover a misfits song for an album or something they will bumper two of them together um what the fuck i can't remember the ones on uh garage inc but Metallica did too. Trivium did Skulls and We Are 138 back to back, and it's so fucking good. Like, I, it sounds terrible because of the sound quality of the Misfits. Almost all covers sound better than the Misfits versions, but there's just not the angst. There's not the fucking anger in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I, it's, it's weird. When I was, I, the last time I went down to the beach. Um, it was a long time ago, but I actually, I, I, I bought this, uh, this, uh, alternative press magazine that had, um, it had this like 30, 35 year, like, uh, actually it was, I, I think it was probably a 30 year cover or uh, like punk, like sort of like retrospective. And it, I wasn't more, I wasn't so like compelled by who was in it i was more compelled by who wasn't in it yeah and it's weird how the misfits weren't in it and it's it, it was weird to me how I think that's because like, jerry only and glenn danzig were such polarizing people they fucking pissed off half of even their fans by the end you know that's i mean and i i like i said i i can't i can't answer for who wasn't in it so like i can only answer for like like the fact that I can see why, you know, you can understand why they wouldn't be in it because yeah, there was, again, there was a point where it just seemed like Glenn Danzig became too good or big for the misfits. Yes, he did. and, And, and that's, that's fair to realize, but not publicly. And I feel like it, it was very public when he realized that. And whenever he expressed that, and that sucks. You know, yeah, it, it sucks for him and it sucks for the fan base because it's like, dude, you you breathed life into this and now you're disavowing it. You're a fuckhead for that. And I'll never forgive you. Absolutely. I mean, because I mean, it puts bands in there that they probably don't belong in there. Like, I'm fine with a band like Agnostic Front, but like, I don't they're not better than the Misfits and the Misfits aren't in there. No. You know, so like, I mean, we just have to, you know, we. And that said, and just my last piece on the Misfits, the Michael Graves albums with the Misfits are two of my favorite fucking Misfits albums, period. Like uh, Famous Monsters and uh, fuck is the other one. They're so goddamn good. Is it American Psycho is the name of the album? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
God damn, they're just so fucking tight. He's such a better songwriter, and he just he got the second singer fucking complex right away because it's like, oh, this isn't this isn't fucking Danzig, you know? But I I I mean, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know that anybody did the second singer bit better other than uh, other than maybe fucking Hagel. Brian Brian Johnson maybe. All right, yeah, maybe Brian Johnson. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that was more out of necessity than the singer disavowing knowledge of the band, you know? Yeah, sure. That was that was stepping up, not somebody stepping aside. You know, like. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my least favorite case of second singer syndrome, and um, this is coming from somebody that likes. Chester Bennington, but uh, Chester Bennington being the quote-unquote lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots, that was an abortion. And then, like, now they got two dead singers. It's like, all right, DeLeo Brothers, time to hang it up, please. <laughs> but but they just right. recently put out an album with some third guy, and it's like, man, don't oh you God. learn your lesson? I mean, you're fucking no. done. Don't call it Stone Temple Pilots. I don't care no. if the DeLeos want to make another album, but it's not Stone Temple Pilots. It stopped they, being Stone Temple Pilots when Wyland left. They could do a just a DeLeo tribute band and just be fine with that. Like nobody would bat an eye at it. No. It, no. Like No, because they're amazing in their own right. But without yeah. Scott Wyland, it's not fucking Stone Temple Pilots. Right. I mean, and it's and it's just like I, I don't know, like I, I guess I haven't heard anything from Mike Shinoda recently, and that probably makes me happy more than anything. But yeah. like, I guess I'm glad that that everything sort of ceased since since uh, since Chester passed away. By the way, um, I, uh, I I I guess I should probably just mini plug here. Um, I believe we're going to have a, a a a guest coming up here in the next uh, the next uh, session or two here. Um, I was uh, I was I was able to um talk about uh our just very selective band of uh of uh, developmental disability i uh, on a on another podcast uh called strong words uh with uh with a guy i grew up with his name is ian strong and uh he's uh he's been good people to me uh for as long as i can remember uh he and i did some amateur outdoor sports entertainment uh, we'll get into that at some point i'm sure but that's fucking not- awesome Def, definitely I, not. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm anxious to hear you guys riff off of each other stories about those days because I mean you and I have talked briefly about it and like entrance music decisions and shit. But like I, I would like to hear more. You know, it, ah, fuck that sounds like its own podcast at some point. But um. Yeah, well, I, I can't wait to hear your episode of Strong Words. I can't wait to have this guy on. But when you said Ian, I was thinking Ian Fidance, and I thought we were going to have to worry about uh, fucking with the guy and saying that his dad got hit by a goddamn train. So No, not exactly, but I don't have a slide whistle. I wish I did. But, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will tell you that that uh, compared to – I mean, we did 75 minutes um, – uh, a, a few days back and literally i felt like it was just him and i just trading farts on a snare drum uh like we probably could have we could we could have went probably four or five hours and that's dangerous so like i to be fair like um we tend to we tend to be riff based and sort of you know comedy driven and that kind of thing whereas uh um Strong words is very anecdotal, and uh, and I, again, it's a it's a it's a fine podcast in and of itself. Um, but if you guys are interested and you're listening uh, to uh, uh, you know to, to everything else on the uh, on the podcast realm, uh, that that episode will be deba- uh, debuting on uh, January twentieth. Uh, it'll be dropping on uh, basically all formats. Uh, he's I'll, on. I'll put the I'll put the link in our show notes when it goes live too. I mean, cross promotion is always a good thing amongst friends, let alone podcasters. I mean, every little bit helps, you know. Well, on paper, like I said, we were we were looking at maybe doing a um um a a a, a, a triple threat uh, uh uh wrestling sort of 
sort of theme for for our for our first bit here. Um, I get to be Chris Benoit. Well, um, I, that's fine, but then I get I get to be Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I feel like at this point we're building lore around another podcast into our show. <laughs> it's like you gotta you gotta go listen to that other show. But um, I I, I should I should tell you though by the way that I have been nonstop uh, DMing Stav uh, on Instagram recently. Like my first one was uh, how, about how I found Hereditary in a five dollar bin at the Walmart parking lot or in the, in the Walmart bin. Okay. The five dollar like Blu-ray Walmart bin. It was uh-huh. it was it was on the bin that was outside of the fucking like registers. So they're basically like steal this. Yeah, oh, please take like, this, please. <laughs> I mean, they're not directly pissing on <laughs> on stops tasting music or and in movies, but um, they're also not making it very easy to pay for it. Have you so, watched that yet? I or haven't. Okay. No, no, you, no, I you... haven't. I'm going to send you a link to the fucking uh, only thing in that movie you need to watch because it fucked my head up when I, I saw it. I appreciate that. Um, I, it's it, it's odd how how like this this show never, ever, ever means to go full circle. But we started talking about Rosemary's Baby and we're literally concluding on talking about Hereditary. So, I mean, again, listen, I, I, autism speaks. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> fuck, fuck the power, oh the power of no. the autistic mind syncing with each other. Jesus Christ. Uh, like stream of consciousness. Like what the, what did we learn today? Uh, what? <laughs> There's also a very, very possible chance that on next week's episode that I actually, um, that it's, it's my, um, it, it's, I had to get a new ID, uh, for 2020. And uh, there's some very funny things on there, including my picture. But uh, one of the pictures uh, or what one of the items on there is that I'm not allowed into government buildings with that particular ID after October 10th, 2020. So, yeah, apparently there is a real ID out there that you have to get. So if you have to get a get a get driver's license in 2020, um, uh, make sure that to their attention, apparently. Yeah. yeah, because otherwise you have to get a passport and a passport nowadays is running everyone uh, in the uh, the Pennsylvania area around one hundred and forty dollars. Mm-hmm. So just 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 to be on the up and up here, if we're trying to save you money, um, ask for a real ID and uh, uh, use the passport money that you could be spending. Or I'm sorry, that money that you could be spending on a passport to uh uh, get some uh, get, get some DFC swag uh, in the form of shirts. Uh, email us the uh, uh, the size at dfcpod at e- uh, gmail dot com. So and I oh, think it's oh, uh, another cool. note. Um, if if the sound quality sounds like shit when I'm done with it, I'm I'm trying, folks. I, uh, I as the teaser I put out last week when we were busy with uh, Christmas and everything. I I had to teach myself audacity. Because I was using GarageBand forever. The Macintosh fucking iMac bullshit is a paperweight now. So I'm going to use Audacity now on the PC to try to edit it. If you hear bullshit on it, let me know and I'll I'll try to fix it. I had I, I don't know if you I mean, Audacity would be really good if it actually picked up the crying that I was I, I was doing in the background because I was told that I wasn't allowed to talk. Uh, during <laughs> I had them tied weird. up. I was I was muffled. Um, I had been shut your ass up, boy. Yeah, I, I had been sitting on a on a on a female eggplant for some time. And <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. Um, but it, <laughs> it is important for me to uh, to thank, uh, if not for me in 2020, because we are just as thankful. <laughs> Just as thankful, <laughs> just as thankful in 2020 as we are in 2019 for the use of still frame. Absolutely, uh, still motherfucking banger. I still rock it out every time I'm editing. So, uh, as always, uh, the link for Spotify and iTunes will be in the show notes. And uh, catch them on tour. I think they're teasing more shit. It sounds like 
last I saw, they were teasing shit coming up. So uh, keep an eye out on that. Yeah, and and uh, the, uh, the the teasing shit EP is also going to be available on uh, on uh, Eggplant Records. So uh, look for that coming up soon too. So Quadrat Demonstratum, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, y'all. Don't suffer stupidity. This has been Fresh Air on NPR. Goodbye. <laughs> Between the men